them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy Claus. And I'm Tara the Elf. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, what am I? I? We didn't talk about this. What am I then? <laughs> I don't know. Fro- Rudolph. Frosty Cat. Frosty Cat. Okay. I'm Kat, the red-nosed reindeer. <laughs> there you uh, go. <laughs> today's episode... We're jumping into the mail sack. We've got some nerd news, and we have a very special holiday segment at the very end. But first, Wendy, what day is it? Well, today, the day of this unveiling of this podcast, is December 21st, otherwise known as Crossword Puzzle Day. I love crossword puzzles. It's it's also National Flashlight Day, which I feel like I've... (laughs) Dad would get me a flashlight like almost every year because I don't know what happened to the ones every other previous year, but somehow I still always needed them. It's a solid gift. It is a solid gift. And I still go through and I'm like, which ones work? Which ones have batteries? I don't know. I've got like mm. 10 flashlights. And I don't know which ones work. So yeah, it's also mom arrives to LA day. <laughs> so hey, oh, that's be, a great uh, day. Picking her up and she'll be hanging out with me for the next couple weeks. So Ma- Mama Woody. Mama Woody will be coming to town <laughs> like Santa. Uh, the twenty third <laughs> National Root Day. Oh no! Wait, sorry, Roots Day. I confused oh. it. I thought it was a day celebrating the character of Root, but oh, uh, I see what you did there. It's not. Of course, also you did, National yes. Regifting Day. I don't get. So I guess on the twenty first. Yeah, twenty third. Is that like oh. all like your? That would be like maybe that's all know. like the work gifts you've gotten that you don't really maybe. want. Or, you oh, just pass you them can, on. To yeah, someone else. Okay, that makes sense. You know what's funny? Not only is December 25th, you know, Christmas Day, it's alphabet day or, oh, I get it, Noel, like Noel Day, but oh. they call it Noel, <laughs> so it's called alphabet day. Okay, that's pretty oh. funny. Wow. You, know what's, you know what Saturday is? <laughs> Who decides these I days? I don't know. Whoever has, why? I why? don't know. <laughs> the 26th is National Thank You Note Day. That's a good practice. Mm-hmm. Write those thank you yeah. notes. Be courteous. I feel like that's a lost art, the thank you note. Oh, I've lost that art. I try and I have good intentions, but I don't ever follow through. <laughs> it's a flaw, a character flaw. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah, but it's the only one, Wendy. <laughs> I wish. It is your only flaw. I wish. Oh. What do you want a better Christmas present? What are you sucking up for? Yeah. <laughs> what does she have over you, Kat? Plan? No, nothing. Wow. Totally natural, organic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of organic, I don't know. Did you guys know that we are only three reviews away from Tara's fanfic story time? You mean these were naturally re- <laughs> received reviews we're getting without any bribes at all <laughs> by these fanfic? Absolutely. Are you basically reading pornography on <laughs> the air? Uh, not pornography. Very well crafted fan fiction. Mm, very specific fan fiction. What will be requested. So that's not, you're right. It could be anything. It could be anything. But I have a feeling of which, what it's going to (laughs) be. Yeah. Strong feeling. I mean, we'll see. 
Three reviews away, that's what we are. Three reviews away. And so you can go to, uh, unfortunately, Apple Podcast is the only way uh, that you can actually leave a review for this podcast. You can rate us now on Spotify, but that's not, that doesn't count. But you still do it. We love it. But, you know, again, this whole bribery thing. Have we gotten any emails about uh, as far as not being able to get an Apple account or anything like that or... No, no? I okay. Heard so if like you're that. out there trying and you're not able to do it, because I, I think you can still do an Apple account, even if you don't yeah. have a, an Apple device, you can still sign sure. up online, like on the web page, and do it that way. Yeah. Even so and actually, you, an easy way right. to do that is to go to shenerdsout.com. There's a review tab at the top. Click on that. It actually takes you to Apple Podcasts, and then, as Tara says, you open an account, give us a rating. And review. Sorry, give us a review. Oh, Might as well give us a rating while you're there. <laughs> <laughs> give us all the things. And then it, it uh, we're keeping track. And then again, we're just three away. This is three little ones away. Three little ones away. Isn't that fun? It will be. Tara looks, Tara looks excited. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Let's, let's, read, let's, read some, uh, let's read some listener mail. Listener as, mail. As we jump into... Well, the first uh, mail we have is from Jackie and Buster. No, this is the Dead Sea Sack. This is the last mail. Oh, Oh, that's right. Oh, guys, I know it's hard to believe, but I made a mistake. (laughs) I I, uh, mistakenly buried some emails. Mm. They've been Mm. recovered. Mm. Wait, is it like a lost treasure, like on Wendy's favorite show, Oak Island? Hey, that's a you mean, you mean the curse, the curse, the of, curse Oak of Oak Island, where they spend millions of dollars and dig and dig and dig and then find one fleck of gold from an hey, un- they found coins, time period. They, they found, found a Templar uh, spikes. cross. They found oh, a no, the cross. Oh no, they cat. found you brooches. On... Oh, okay. Oh, I'm on Don't Team judge. Curse Island. I judge. Team so my curse of Oak sweet Island. mother, who was arriving today, used to talk about this show. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is she going on and on about this show about? And then I watched it to humor her. And now I am so obsessed with it, too. And it's so exciting. And it's the nerdiest. And I have kind of a weird older man crush on all these guys that are, (laughs) you know, doing all this stuff. And it's it's so like, uh, they just the way they like go after their mission of finding the gold and the treasure and the the story behind the island. I love it. The Fellowship of the Dig, Sarah. Fellowship of the Dig. I too am a fan, and we're gonna have we're gonna have a much bigger discussion about this in the new year. A I button think. that might be laced with gold. <laughs> I love the announcer voice. <laughs> That's a top pocket a, find, mate. It's a Bobby Dazzler. It's a Bobby Dazzler. Oh my god, I love this show so much. Tara, oh. you just don't Gary, know what you're missing. The, the metal detector guy. Uh, oh, I, there's so much to talk about. You know what my favorite guy is, <laughs> Billy. The, Billy, the, the big guy, they were, they were all pretty. The, he looks the like heavy the equipment expert. The heavy equipment expert. And he looks like the schlubbiest guy, just like having a beer while he's operating this. But he's then you hear him talk, and I'm like, he didn't and talk t-shirt. like I expected. And he's just like hanging out in his whatever heavy equipment, digging up stuff. And oh my gosh, I love Billy and the whole. Well, I love how, like, crew. you know, they just randomly, I'm sure one day they're like, hey, we need somebody to run the bulldozer. So they randomly call this guy. He shows up, and now he's a very integral part right. of the team. <laughs> Hey, that's how they find it. And then they got that 80 foot one. They're digging. Oh my gosh. This, the show's wow. epic. And one of these I days they're going to find, look, Kat, I've already said they can find all the gold they want, but until they find like the Ark of the Covenant right. or the Holy Grail or some kind of yeah. crazy artifact like that, like Indiana Jones would find, I'm going to be a little let down. 
It's going to happen. If it takes 20 more years. Uh, oh, I'll Lord. watch every season. What do you care? <laughs> You're not they've watching. They've got it. their hooks in you. I wish the listeners could see how much <laughs> y'all just nerded out and how oh, gleeful you epic. both look. Hey, I'm glad so it's good. bringing you so much joy. I really am. I'm not Do joking. any of our listeners watch Curse of Oak Island? We want to hear from you. We want your support on this because the yes. show is fantastic and we love well, it. Well, let's uh, dig into so our sack and find <laughs> right. flecks of gold all over our listener mail. All right. That was masterful, As, too. as I said, <laughs> Jackie and Buster writes, Howdy, nerds. This is from November 21st, part of Cat's Oversight. <laughs> Just checking in to see if y'all saw the news uh. coming out of Destination D23 about the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Apparently, part of the experience includes actual lightsaber training. They also had a whole panel about how they built the world around the experience, including how there were Easter eggs laid out for the crews that go back to the opening of Galaxy's Edge. Here's a link to the announcements. Now, since this is dated, I feel like it's like to a blog. So I feel like maybe it's a little outdated <laughs> from when from when uh, this email was originally sent from Jackie. Yeah. So and we're actually going to get into yes. the, uh, the Galactic Star Cruiser a little later. Yes, we are. We have thoughts. Uh, after attending the Why Not Watch Party on Friday, I must say that was Friday in November. <laughs> I <laughs> long ago. must say I'm very much looking forward to Podcourt case 000002. Sounds like there are definitely some things that need to be worked out, Judge Judy style. Also look forward, looking forward to the forthcoming Christmas village that will take over Tara's yard. Happy Yay. early Thanksgiving, especially if we're referring to Thanksgiving 2022. And may your plates <laughs> run us over with pie, Jackie and Buster. Well, as of this afternoon, hopefully Tara's yard will be uh, yeah. going because I'm going to go over there and help her. You're in luck, Jackie, day. because since I've been traveling and then got a new job, that I started the day after I got back. The Christmas village is not yet up yet the week before Christmas, but it will be. And since it's kind of a Hoth winter theme, I'm just going to leave it up into January. So I'm going to be one of those people and I'm going to keep spreading Star Wars joy into the new year. Um, So you could say this is a very timely email. It is. (laughs) One could say that, Kat. Yes. (laughs) One could say it was a good thing that we didn't read it in November. Um, One could say that. And I got to say I'm a little disappointed, though, because um, there's no picture Mm. of Buster in here in this email. That's true. We've been denied a Buster Mm. pick. So Buster may have co-written the email, but there's there's no proof. It says Jackie and Buster, but I don't see a picture of Buster. We need receipts. Hmm. There's a buster hmm. tax on this podcast. And I mean, I don't even see him enjoying a Thanksgiving dinner or di- or in a like a little Thanksgiving outfit. I don't see but, it. Okay. Come on. Come on, Jackie. Jackie, if you, you have been, any proof of this or maybe a Christmas outfit, that would be really helpful. You you've dropped the ball. I'm worried Jackie. about Buster. So <laughs> uh well we have an email from Shelby. Hey Shelby. This is also from November 21st, 2021. Uh, Shelby says, Wendy and Tara, your zipline adventure. Remember a long time ago when you guys were on that zipline adventure? Vaguely, yeah. Uh, Your zipline adventure sounds amazing and terrifying at the same time. I'm sure the view from up there was breathtaking, but if it was me, I would still be hugging the tree because I am terrified of heights. Like, why would someone purposefully, <laughs> purposefully throw themselves off a perfectly good tree for just to, just to go hurtling through the air and not entirely sure how to slow down <laughs> to land on another tree fort? But you can't just land on the tree fort. You know, you have to land <laughs> on the tiny log on the other tree fort that apparently is no bigger than Tara's big toe. No, thank you. Just leave me in the cute little town to do some, to do some Christmas shopping. 
See, appropriate email. <laughs> also, I am glad I wasn't the only one who thought this, but yes, Tara and Wendy. Oh, no. Oh. You do sound alike on the podcast. I got the point. I got to the point where I was so confused on who was speaking that I would go back to an old episode and listen to your intro of oh, I'm Wendy boy. and I'm Tara, but just just once, but not just once. Oh, no. I would listen to that five seconds for a good five to 10 minutes until I was sure I knew when Wendy was talking and when Tara was talking. Then I would go back to the current episode and listen only to oh, and listen only to be confused as to who was speaking all over again. Wow. Oh, Shelby. Well, this is well, Tara. <laughs> you know, we need shirts that say, this is Tara, this is Wendy. Um, will there ever come a day when I can confidently know when Wendy is talking and when Tara is talking? Probably not. Possible solution to all this madness. Keep having Tara say, this is Tara, by the way, or have Wendy talk in her My Life is Murder accent for the whole show. Anyway, love you guys and keep snopping. Shelby. Well, Thoughts about that? Well, Shelby, this is Tara. And it might be overkill. I thought that I keep saying it, but apparently it's necessary. <laughs> Let me just tell you this morning, as Wendy told me, she was, um, she called me and she said that she was scrolling through some of our older episodes as we were preparing for the snoppies for next week's show. And as you recall, uh, a while ago, she also said, listening back to an episode that she wasn't a part of, yeah, as she couldn't, she said, wow, you do sound like me, Tara, some, you know, on this episode. And I said, oh, really? Because you've gone on and on and on about how much you hate your voice and you can't, you quote, can't stand it and quote, think it's the worst <laughs> thing ever to be heard in the oh, history of no. things. Um, and so... Then this morning, she's like, oh, oh, oh God, I, I heard my voice. I had to fast forward. I couldn't even stand it. And I was like, you just, you've been going on and on about how we don't, we sound alike, apparently. She's like, no, I don't think so anymore. I think you sound fine. You sound, I like I how you tell. make me sound right now. now. Like a story. I can tell now the difference between <laughs> us. Oh my god! But I had to fast forward myself. But apparently, here we are. It really does mystify me. I, I, I don't think you guys sound anything alike. Maybe it's just because you can see us, and maybe you're just so used to hearing it, us in person as well. And no, like even you know your the way that you guys talk—not just your voices, but like you know. You have a certain, everyone has a certain way of talking, right? You have a certain like cadence and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, like me, I say blah, 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 blah. But you guys, you, I'm just I'm mystified by it. You I know really what am. blew my mind is, I think it was Alice that said, <laughs> that said, um, you know how I can tell you apart. This is Tara speaking, by the way, for everyone out there. <laughs> you know how I can tell you apart is that Wendy has, has, the deeper Texan accent. Mm -hmm. And I really? said, what? I said, I feel like I have the Texan accent and my, and I say y'all more. And I say, and that I like almost slur my work, you know, like I slur them together more. And, I don't, draw. To, and to me, draw. yes, the draw. Wendy doesn't have a Texas accent at all to me. Like I can't, uh, or maybe it's just cause we're 
You know what? I think because when I was little, other. I didn't like having a Texas accent, so I tried to get rid of it. Yeah, I and so I be from New York. Now, then I was like, maybe Alice this whole time has been thinking that I'm Wendy. <laughs> maybe. But then I'm like, but Whoa. she, but then she met you. So yes. Alice met you guys, and it blew. Yeah, that's what she said when she met me. Oh, I see. And and I just I don't understand it. It depends. Like honestly, both of you guys, your accent kind of comes and goes. I feel like when Wendy's ranting, it really comes out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Tara. Sometimes you, yes, you do say y'all the most. Yeah. Really. <laughs> if I'm if I'm getting worked up or I'm uh drinking more I, it will yeah. get just come right out yeah and then i just start saying words that are not <laughs> in <laughs> the normal dictionary like uh, you know the ain'ts and the all that so um but yeah i i don't know i don't get it i don't either i think it's just it is what it is and I just know? keep saying this is Tara every once in a while. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want it to annoy people, but I don't want people to be confused and have to listen to our intro for five to ten minutes and then still be confused. That's, that's intense. Shelby, that's intense. I appreciate I appreciate that she wants to know that much, like who who we are, because it's commitment. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Shelby. <laughs> this is Tara saying that, not Wendy. <laughs> Wendy Wendy's not saying thank you. I am. I'm just listening to you go and go and go. That was Wendy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> uh, well, we have one more installment of the uh, the Dead Sea Sack of Lost Emails. It's from listener Kelly. And Kelly and I, we have a Instagram friendship. We're constantly uh, DMing each other. And so when we were having a super corp discussion i was like hey because i know that she's a big fan i said hey can you why don't you write an email because she kind of went off on like the finale and stuff i said oh write an email and i'll read it and then i never did wow <laughs> such an asshole oh, i'm God. sorry kelly i'm so sorry so we're gonna make up for it right now right meow okay so this is uh from kelly i'll take the first third who who I, are you i'm wendy <laughs> and i'm going to begin now Greetings, Snoplings, long-time listener, first-time emailer. Let's get into it. In the previous podcast, there was a call for commentary on Supercorp being a, roman- a romantic pairing or, quote, just friends. It sounds like there was a disagreement amongst the thruple. Trouble in paradise? Say it isn't so. I am day three of four into four days in a row of 12-hour shifts beside at bedside as an aide, so I can't take much more. Uh, at any Sounds rate... like she works at a hospital like me. Kelly works in a hospital, by the way. Oh, right. okay. See that for you, Kelly. As much as I complain about my job sometimes, those of you working in a hospital, I always think to myself, y'all do way much more and have more stress than I do. So uh, thank you. Your angels and your saints. I respect everything you do. At any rate, back to the burning question Supercorp, queer bait, friendship? Tara says no. Wendy says, I don't know. That sounds like me. I don't know. (laughs) And you, Kat, along for the ride? I say it was uh, unfortunately queer baiting, possibly bigger Mm. than Bacloe, Rizzoli, and Isles, Xena, and Gads, which we still defend that that was not queer baiting. That was like them trying to get queer in when they were not allowed to do so. After talking to Steve Sears, I was a little more like, okay, I don't think it's queer baiting. No, no. And and Kelly, if you want any sort of Xena and Gab, uh, you know, 
like explanations from a writer. If you haven't listened to our Stephen Sears interview, you should, because it's great stuff. Uh, Kelly continues, I lean more toward baiting because of the number of tropes, glances, and basically everything a hetero couple couple would do in a romantic relationship that was not allowed to occur with Supercore. Some examples include a scene between Kara and Lena where Kara notes that someone filled her office with flowers. Lena gives one of those looks slash smiles in any other TV show, <clears throat> excuse me, in any other TV show or any other couple in the Arrowverse, they'd, well, we know how it would end. I love my best friends. I do not invite them to galas and bite my lip, but you do you, Lena. <laughs> or in later seasons, once Lena learns the truth about Kara's identity, Kara helps, tries to, quote, help because Lena seems distant, pulling away. So goes to all of Lena's favorite places to get her literally all her favorite things and eventually <laughs> breaks into a top secret facility to get Lex's diaries. Sweet. Right. I mean, gals <laughs> just being pals. <laughs> considering the Kara Supergirl, considering she, she being Kara Supergirl, went literally around the world to get all the treats, break into black sites because... For a friend like you, there are no boundaries. Straight Whoa. couple, we no. know how that ends. Super <laughs> not so much. Huh. All right. She's passing it on to me. This is Tara. Oh, great. We had to go back to back. So I could. Uh, okay, yeah. Tara. We're transitioning <laughs> right. to Tara. All right. <laughs> Kelly continues. And let's not forget those small instances of Lena buying Catco simply because she knows how much it means to Kara. I love my best friends. They are like sisters to me. I do not love them enough to buy them a multi-billion dollar company. (laughs) Not a billionaire, but you know what I mean. They also know this. And let's not forget that whole thing where Lena kills Lex, you know, for Kara, because they're friends. (laughs) Again, these all seem like tropes that can be found in hetero couples or other couples across the Arrowverse. For whatever reason, Supercourt was not allowed to become canon. There have been rumors that the higher-ups wouldn't allow it. Producers ignoring uh, antagonizing fans. It's conjecture, speculation, but it seems to be that it wouldn't be allowed. Interwoven in all these major instances are the longing looks, lip bites, that minor instance of Kara going back in time with Mixie's help to rework the timeline reveal of who she is in a way that would not damage her relationship with Lena. However, for Lena, uh, again, for Lena, her best friend, just a little bit of a pattern. This leads into the trending topics many of us saw on Twitter shortly after the finale. Supercorp kiss. Supercorp is endgame. It is, but I, I digress. Supercorp deleted scene. At some point, fans collectively chose chaos and decided to gaslight the CW to point out what we all know there, that there was a deleted Supercorp kiss. Like many other fans, I wondered if it was real or if I missed something. Also, bless that individual with wag the dog level Photoshop skills. Not all (laughs) heroes wear capes. (laughs) Kelly continues, another layer to all of this is the fact that producers and other powers that be seemed uninterested to flat out homophobic. As I mentioned earlier, it was not uncommon for producers to engage in behaviors online which suggested homophobia when even liked to tweet with homophobic content later backpedaled and claimed she did not see it or they borderline co- or they borderline calling fans delusional furthermore i'm in varying comic timelines kara is either safic or dating a poc in the show her relationship with james did not last and she is denied her soulmate where other characters across the universe are with theirs or at the very least are given glimpses to their future in the end it was it was an all or nothing approach and nothing won because the most viable path was with a woman 
This is just a small sample of what occurred throughout six seasons. I'd like to think with the finale's opening and open ending, Supercore does become Endgame. Thankfully, there's always fanfic. I'm sure other fans can either corroborate and or add more information, which I most likely have forgotten because of my exhausted hospital brain. Oh, and Kara leaned in. Oh, that must be a thing. <laughs> so that's my that's my take. Thank you for the work you do and helping me and others to not feel so alone during whatever the hell this timeline is. Kelly, hash. Oh, oh, this is important. <laughs> Kelly, P.S. Hashtag free cat. Oh boy. Thank you, Kelly. Kelly, do you uh, still Kelly- feel that way after a cat uh, forgot to read your email <laughs> for a month? <laughs> um, let's move on. Uh, you know what, Kelly? Thank you for the work you do. Yes. Uh, every day and i know you work crazy shifts and you 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 respond to some of my dms at very early times in the in the morning and i know that you're probably at work so thank you for everything that you do you and your coworkers are goddamn heroes agreed agreed you know it's interesting i think with the whether it's queer baiting it, i think a lot of what to me determines if it's queer baiting or just they i have no doubt that the powers that be probably said no like they're not going to go that route. I, I'm not right. surprised. I feel like that's probably the thing. And then it's like, are the people that do the day to day show running kind of thing? Are they putting things in there to like, look, we're not allowed to go this way, but you know what? We, we want to give a little nod to the people that love this. We want to do what mm. we can, even though we're not, or is it like, well, we're never going to do it, but you know what? Let's keep them uh, stringing along and let's just keep them interested by throwing a You know, I think a lot of it is what, what are the, what are the intentions of the showrunners and, what, like it's like you know they pointed out Zena and Gab. Like I think their intention was we're not allowed to do this, but we want to give that audience something that we can't totally give them right. by putting these. Or is it like we think it's stupid? We we can't believe these people want this relationship. We're never going to do it. But hey, let's at least keep them entertained by throwing in little bits here and there. Or you know, I, then, I think that's a lot of gaslighting like, people to be like, right. oh, you're crazy. Right. It's yeah. not there. Yeah. You're making like that's shitty. I think mm-hmm. a lot of it is the attitude of the people doing the show that makes it like one way or the other um right yeah, gaslighting and and having that attitude and yeah that i don't like at all for sure yeah. well, I just, shame on them well i just remember melissa benoist at comic-con doing that same thing mm-hmm. basically see yeah. <laughs> you know not just the showrunners but her saying there's nothing there there's you know there never will be <laughs> and right. st- basically stop. You know, we don't, w- we don't want that. And we're not right. going to go, we're not going to do that. You know, so, how do you explain the lip, like the lip bite, you know, it's like a very sort of like coy, like wh- why would her character do that about one of her best friends? Well, like, I don't do that with my, was best it friends. a, yeah, I, I, don't I, I never know. bite my lip at know. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lip biting right now. Oh, it doesn't look no, good on me. That does not look like the same lip bite. <laughs> That that they were doing. Yeah, actually, are you having a medical emergency? (laughs) Reason five hundred thirty that Wendy is single. This is my fighting for you. Is that why it didn't work? Have I been doing it wrong? Yeah, you should be watching Supercore. I think they're doing it right. Got it. Noted. Mm. (sighs) Uh, So yeah, we've we've made it through the Dead Sea sack. And now we are in the current sack. I like the name, by the way, Dead Sea Sack. Thank you. Good one. Uh, this, is from Mar- this is from Martina. Martina writes, greetings from South Yorkshire. Ooh. I just wanted to say that it's a pleasure to listen to your podcast. I've listened to all of your episodes. Congratulations. Wow. 
and we're sorry, but never really thought I could write anything that would come close to all the witty messages others have sent you. Anyway, you rock. Snop on. Thanks, Martina. Yeah, thanks, Martina. Amazing. Martina, can you tell Wendy and I apart? (laughs) This is Tara. Yeah, that's the ultimate test. Dear Martina, can you tell us apart? (laughs) (laughs) Yes or no? And who was that? Can you tell who just asked that question? I'm not going to tell you. Okay, well, the the other one is going to speak now. Is it Wendy or Tara? We don't know. Oh, oh. But we have an email from AK. We actually three, three, but two of them are tiny. Uh, AK says, smug. I told you Hawkeye (laughs) would win you over. I am really enjoying that show. I can't even begin to conceive of a show like this taking this track even five years ago hero in a mainstream blockbuster franchise with acquired hearing loss principal antagonist profoundly deaf just wouldn't happen you think queer representation is bad although to be fair there hasn't been a barrier deaf trope (laughs) you have to be on the screen before you can be killed (laughs) off of it this would this would have a place in my heart for that alone of course it also doesn't hurt that the women involved early ludicrously attractive that talks and have so much chemistry oh we're going to talk about hawkeye again because it's Mm -hmm. awesome Oh, I've missed the purgatory theme. Introducing people to <laughs> Erp and the Snop at the same time actually didn't work out so well because, spoilers, you guys talk about the show occasionally, you know. <laughs> it's actually quite hard to find a section of the Snop that's safe and spoiler-free, as Anne and Casey hmm. no doubt discovered. Wait, Tara works in a hospital? Who knew? Hope the move into the new one went smoothly. I would like to take this opportunity to thank Tara for her obviously never in any way sarcastic. I swear, sometimes I can actually hear the eye roll quote this is tara efforts <laughs> i have had boy it took some efforts to make that sentence work and make sense trying to read all the parentheses and other double parentheses you did it though. wow you. well done wendy <laughs> there were a lot of parentheses there uh i have had occasional moments of wait what really bugger oh no uh so if i understood you all correctly <laughs> this is it for the year the final snap of 2021 in that case i would like to wish you three and all your friends of the podcast snop tarts and other listeners a very happy midwinter festival of your preference have a good break <laughs> right i'm off out in the ridiculous fog you kids take care and have fun ak out well ak wasn't out and by the way this is this this here that you're listening to is our last one of the year that's true. We will not be recording Christmas weekend, uh, but then we'll be back in the new year with a new one. Indeed. Uh, so then, of course, AK, as AK loves to rub in the paradise uh, in which they live, <laughs> behold the sheep enjoying a balmy 33 of your Fahrenheit degrees and the beautiful view across the valley. My goodness. Again, I envy the people that live there. Although LA has been a little cold and foggy lately, and mm-hmm. I'm digging it. It's true. It's going to be true. 20 degrees colder here than in my home state of Texas. And I love it. I love it. We, Yay, we, we win. win Christmas. There uh, was a rainstorm here. A rainstorm. Oh, and I were two days in a row. Too. Two days in a row. Yeah. The news lost very, their minds. It was awesome. It was serious. Yeah, it was beautiful. Uh, okay. One more from AK. Or Midsummer Festival. If they, okay, this must have been the, I don't know if I read these out of order. Or no, Midsummer go. Festival, <laughs> if they happen to be in the Southern Hemisphere. Sorry, Beck and everyone else in the planetary South. How about happy solstice holiday season to everyone on planet Earth and the 13 or so people just above it who celebrates it and to any aliens listening too? I suppose peace and goodwill to all. I love the idea that there could be an astro cosmonaut listening to the snop. How unutterably cool would that be? Okay, as you Amazing. were, cheers. Hey, if you're listening to this in space, please let us know. Hmm. Or even better, yeah, if we'll, you're hearing it's in we'll an alternate dimension or timeline, yeah. please reach out and tell us. 
Oh, anywhere yeah. above the earth, below the earth, on the earth, on another earth. Yeah. Yeah. Reach out. Leave us. Please let us know. Leave us a review if you can. <laughs> and that too. <laughs> <laughs> let us know how the sound quality is. In space. Uh, <laughs> in space. Pigs in Thanks, space. Thanks, AK. And AK, back at you. Happy solstice Happy holiday everything. season to you. Enjoy your magical, mystical homeland because God damn it, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Christmas in the Cotswolds. Indeed. With sheep. It's like the holiday. We should do a holiday switch with AK. <gasps> oh, that LA. Oh my God, it would be just like the movie. Let's do it. We come to LA. We go to the Cotswolds. I love it. Everybody finds love and everybody goes <laughs> well, hold to on. A I mean, pub. I'm married, so. Well, we will just you know, look. <laughs> Leah can come if she wants or stay home. <laughs> I, I'm not responsible for Leah. Wow, this okay. is this is my journey, cat. And it's Tara, by the way. This is Tara. <laughs> holiday again i'm pretty sure we talked about this last year too but it didn't happen so mm. maybe i think it's a little late for this year but maybe next year i think it is okay but then we don't get to hang out with ak that's true maybe there's an overlap so like there we get to hang out at the does ak even want to come here probably not let's just go Would there you if you live in the cotswolds no i wouldn't let's just go there and go to fun pubs okay hang out with ak Oh, that that's sounds. A, that's my. Kind I mean, of how perfect is it that they literally live in the Cotswolds, and and we're like Kate Winslet. <laughs> oh wait, no wait, we're Cameron Diaz, and AK yeah. is Kate Winslet. Mm, AK got the better yeah. end of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to to uh, <laughs> what's her name? If she's listening. You just said her name, and I can't remember. Cameron Kate Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Wait, which Diaz. one went to Which one went to England? Cameron went to England. Yeah. Cameron went. To Cameron England. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would go with that one. Yeah. I'd go to England. <laughs> so maybe next time. Yeah. We have a year to figure it out. Love that movie. Should watch that. <laughs> I like that. I I saw a thing about. The holiday, where are they now? I'm like, they're all doing really well. It's not like they <laughs> yeah, went into just, obscurity. It's not like anyone forgets. Who, who was that Kate Winslet? She was in the holiday a long time ago. What happened to that Jack Black? Right. <laughs> that never happened. Jude Law. Although, I mean, Cameron Diaz, it doesn't really, I don't think she acts anymore. Really? Right? Didn't she like leave acting oh, to go do other stuff? I don't know. When's the last time you saw her in something new? I don't know. That's a fine question. Hmm. Thank you. I'm looking it up. I don't know. Where, where'd you go, Cameron? I, I feel like I hear about her, like article. I mean, uh, I feel like she's one of those people who could just pop in whenever she wants, and hmm. you know, all right. Well, no one's going to forget she exists. While y'all look that up, I have an email as well. Okay, and great. My email <laughs> is from Beck. <laughs> I just had to pull it up because I accidentally closed it. Just FYI, she hasn't really done anything for a long time. Since like 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like where is she gap. now then? I don't know. <laughs> maybe we maybe we, <laughs> maybe that, that, that article. I should have clicked on it. <laughs> Damn it. Now we'll never know. No. All right. Well, Beck says, hey, nerds, just popping in to say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays or any other variation there is to you and my fellow snob tarts. I hope that whatever people are celebrating, they have a great time and enjoy spending time with the people they love. This week has been a hard week here in my little home state. Yesterday, I was at my son's 
school celebrating the last day of school and saying goodbye to all the sixth grade sixes who are beginning their school year, uh, school years next year. The whole state was also doing this at all the various other schools. But while there, we were all celebrating, a horrific accident was happening at a school to the north. Five, uh, five grade six students lost their lives when a jumping castle was hit by a freak gust of wind and was sent 10 meters into the air. I've always been very aware that accidents can happen and life can be over in a flash. But this thought of my kids being taken away in an instant like that has never really occurred to me. Kids are supposed to live happy lives and go to school and become who they really are as they grow and have no worries in the world. This time of year is meant to be happy and fun, but there's a very dark cloud floating over everyone I come across. People have rallied together and managed to raise $1 million in under two days for the mourning families. I struggle to imagine how they're feeling. It breaks my heart every time I think about it, even more so if I imagine that being Oscar and Waverly. I hope everyone in our little stop community remembers what's important at this time of year. Make sure people know that you love them and make the most of the moments we have. I love you all and this little community you've created. I hope that you all have a safe and Merry Christmas and we'll see you in the new year. All my love, Beck. Mm. Thank you, Beck. And I did hear of this horrible accident. Yeah. Unbelievably tragic. Yes. It, uh, it's just something it's one of those, that like, yeah. What do you supposed to be that? a fun day? And does yeah. it's yeah. Unimaginable. Yeah. And affects the entire community. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just awful. Mm. Well, we love you too, Beck. And it's a good opportunity to say that. I love you guys. I love you, Tara. And I love you, Wendy. And I love you, Kat. And I love you, Tara. I love you, Tara. Wendy. And I love you, Kat. <laughs> Thank you. That sounds goofy, but we're sincere. <laughs> but no, no honestly. Have, yeah, yeah, definitely. Beck's right. Like, you got to really, you have to live in the moment and appreciate people when you, you know, that are in your life. And you have to yeah. take the opportunity to tell them what they mean to you because you never know what's oh, going to mm-hmm. happen. If the last two years and, haven't shown that, then with all the ridiculous things that have happened in the world, both accidental Absolutely. and virus related. And, you know, it's been a, it's been a rough couple of years for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, and we love, we love all of our snob tarts. Exactly. And you took the words right out of my mouth. This is Tara. And I, <laughs> no one noticed because <laughs> we sound the same. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. And I, yeah, I'm so, I'm so thankful for our listeners who I consider our friends to be our friends. And yep. I, just you know, love doing this with the two of you and with everyone out there. And I, you know, and I'd like to be able to to share these stories and just have a place where people can talk and share and um, you know have the somewhere we where we can really all be together, even though we're all in d- different countries. <laughs> and uh, you know, and it's nice. It's my favorite nice. day of the week. Because I get to be with, with you. It's not Sunday. <clears throat> that was Tara, by the way. That was Tara. So don't, <laughs> Wendy can't take credit for that. <laughs> I wouldn't try. It's all yours, Tara. <laughs> oh, thanks. All right, guys. That's the last mail sack of the year. What do you think of that? It's been a good year of mail sacks. Was, to the yeah, point where we had a whole been. separate podcast for mail. Because it was, exactly. We enjoyed Love it. so much reading our mail. Love the, Love the sack. Love, Love the reading sack. the mail. That is my favorite part. 
All right, guys, let's do the last nerd news segment of the year. Here it is, nerd news. Nerd news, nerd news. I repeat, we have breaking nerd news. Well, okay, so this is some big nerd news in my life for sure, and I I think (laughs) cats as well. And look, I don't know how many people have seen this article. So look, if you don't want to be spoiled for anything regarding Book of Boba Fett and or Mandalorian season three, Maybe fast forward a little bit, because this is a big thing that I kind of wish hadn't come out, but it did. Mm, So we're going to talk about it. But if you don't want to know anything about those upcoming shows, stop now. Are you gone? Okay. (laughs) There is a report that my unknowing husband, Harrison Ford, (laughs) filmed a de-aging role as original, like young Han Solo for either... Mandalorian season three or the book of Boba Fett, which I would guess it was Boba Fett because I feel like he's more linked to that character. So I'm Mm -hmm. guessing that's probably what it's for where he was on set and filmed like much like they did with Mark Hamill at the end of the last Mandalorian season. Um, You know, he, he filmed the part, but they're going to age him, maybe have another person kind of come in and, you know, that looks like him. I don't know. However, they do this movie magic thing uh, that he's going to show up uh, as young Han Solo. Again, and as that is, as I've said, my favorite film character in the history of movies, I am very excited to see what they do with it and how it comes across. And I kind of wish I didn't know and that it was a surprise, Mm. but I'll take it. And I'm very excited even more so now to see what, you know, these whatever show he appears in. So and thanks to all this technology, who knows who else could pop up? Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter could maybe come in and mm -hmm. they could do like some sort of face swap or something like that. By the way, uh, it says the rumor of his return is bolstered by the fact that the Walt Disney Company and Lucasfilm hired social media sensation Shamuk, best known for a viral deepfake video that cast uh, Sebastian Stan as Luke Skywalker. So they they are casting. They're hiring the people that really know how to do these deep fakes and hmm, right. it, it coming out of their homes or basements or garages or whatever, wherever people do that kind of thing now. Um, wow. So they want to make it look good. I think there were some people that back when uh, they did the Luke one, they said, you know, some guy made like, they said this guy could have made it look better and he just does it from home. And I don't know if it was this Shimuk guy, but it's um, crazy. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like Lucasfilm's going to get whoever they need to get to make it look really good. And I cannot wait to see how this right. comes across. So I don't even need Carrie's daughter, the Millie Bobby Brown deep fake of right. Oh my God. You're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That would be, that's perfect casting. And is she old enough yet? How old is she now? I think she's like 17. She's definitely young at Leia age. That's about what Carrie was. Yeah. Leia was like Mm -hmm. 18, 19 or so. Yeah. Wow. Well, apparently we'll, we'll see young Han again. And I, I'm so excited about it. It seems like the look Lucasfilm is focusing on the Disney Plus content right, right. now. Right, they're taking maybe although they do have those couple like the Patty Jenkins movie. Who knows but when still, they'll like, come out though? Exactly, like the Disney Plus stuff is just just freaking good. By now. the way, they uh, said he's also supposedly doing some possible de aging for the next uh, Indiana Jones film, so we might see that then. And he's seventy nine. They're gonna age him huh. back to young Han, and he's seventy nine years old. Amazing. Hmm. Harrison so Ford just needs to live forever. That's the thing. And then they can just keep having him do the back. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he would love that. 
<laughs> well, speaking of Star Wars, um, at D23, which uh, Jackie mentioned in the Dead Sea Sack, was this last November, they released a promo video of the Galactic Star Cruiser hotel experience thing. It's a 30-second 30, 30 promo, and it, I think it was meant to get people excited. <laughs> uh, it shows that there's a guy, he goes and does the lightsaber training experience, and then you, you see him, he's on the bridge of the ship, and he's pushing some buttons, and they're kind of lighting stuff up, and then he helps defend the ship against some uh, TIE fighters by using the guns. Um, I don't, th- yeah, again, I don't think the promo video had quite the effect that Disney was hoping for Mm. because it does look a little cheesy. Yeah. I I'm starting to wonder. (laughs) I I love you, Disney, but I feel like they're kind of botching their star Wars at the parks. I've heard some negative feedback about what you get at the, the star cruiser for the amount of money. Like the rooms are sparse and not that comfortable. And they're like, well, we don't want you to be in the room. So you're going to be out enjoying things. Like if I'm paying that much, I want yeah. a really nice room to go in. What is it? I about f- 5000 for two nights or something like that? Uh, there, it's around 6000 for two and nights. And then the, bigga- the and biggest it depends rooms, on how you, you basically get right. one, like a queen bed, and then two, like, smaller beds, <laughs> to quote, for a family of four, right? Right. So for an adult, you you can't be <laughs> multiple adults in there. You're going to babysit. have, like, two adults. And then if you have right. any more than that, you're sleeping in like a tiny little bunk bed of some sort. They're, they're assuming grown-ass adults like us <laughs> aren't going right. to come yeah. in a group. Or they're going to is, force you to each two adults to get a single room. Your own room, yeah. Um, you know, and just going back to this promo video, which you can still – I think they pulled it, but you can still see it. People like recorded it and put it up online. You know the the just sort of the the quality of the materials, the the physical you know part of the ship that we see, it just looks like a Disneyland ride. It doesn't look like it doesn't feel like it's immersive. Now we're not there, obviously. This you know we're we're, we're watching it, but even the the Tie Fighter thing, it just looks like a big video game. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think you know we'd always plan to let these first couple wave waves of dummies go and <laughs> review it and let us know, you know, uh, if it's worth it. But I'm kind of, a uh, bit of the, the wind is, has left the sail mm-hmm. on the old star cruiser for me. I'm hoping it's, well, there's still time. They can still improve it, I guess. But if you're going to show us something to get us excited, they, they've really botched it. They hit, they missed the mark on this one. And I, I still feel like they missed the mark with uh, Galaxy's Edge. They tried to make it so generic Star Wars that there's yeah. not a lot of the things that we love Star Wars for, including, hey, we, let's write a new theme song instead of just playing the Star Wars music you know and love. I mean, they, yeah. it's just very, I don't know. Like Even Disney. the merchandise there, it's right. just so bland. And I right. mean, it's, I would... <laughs> I would drop hundreds of books there if any of the stuff was familiar. It just, they go out of their way to make it all black spire. Right. It's like, uh, yeah. I, I'd buy more at the, because they have regular Star Wars merchandise in like the, the Tomorrowland or whatever. Right. The sci fi. Well, that's place, where I spend way more money. Right. Yeah. Instead of like, exactly. oh, look, a black spire t shirt. I bought a couple things there, but just because they have the Millennium Falcon on mm-hmm. them. Right. But 
Yeah, I don't know what Disney, yeah. they're trying to be so pleasing. They try to please everybody and make it to where it wasn't tracked just to any one section of the films. And instead, they just sort of, you know, didn't get anyone excited. I mean, some to a point we were excited, but it was not, right. it's not what I was hoping it would be. I'll say that. No, they wanted to create all these new characters and new content, right? So it's like, oh, more merchandise, new stuff to well, buy. And but. then they didn't e- haven't even incorporated it in their shows on Disney Plus yet. So it's like at least yeah, it's in the it's in the comics, but you're right. Well, <clears throat> we haven't seen it there, in the show. It's a big yet. missed opportunity where with all this other stuff going on, you know. Agreed. Right now, I feel like the only thing Star Wars is really Star Wars Disney is really doing right are the shows. <laughs> so we'll see. Mm-hmm. And so far, we've only what seen one Mandalorian. Am I forgetting? There's so many I get confused. There's a lot more coming well, the out. Animated ones. Well, I guess. that's true. I right. mean, you got Mando. I guess you're right. Let's though. see. It's just Mando. Right. So Let's see what they do with hmm. Boba Fett. Let's see what they do with all the other shows they have coming out. Because right now, Marvel's kicking their butts and mm-hmm. they're nailing that's the true. Marvel stuff. Four different shows in a year and they were all different. And they were all great. So mm-hmm. let's see how it yep. goes. I mean, uh, WandaVision got nominated for Emmys, for God's sake. As it should. Mm-hmm. So did Mando, right? I think Mando got nominated too. But still, that's a big deal for a genre show to get nominated. Right. Yeah. Get out of get out of here. Well, speaking of Disney Plus, another another show they may or may not um, a show that we'll just say Movie Web says that Disney Plus is rebooting a little something called Firefly, one of my favorites. Uh, but I'm not too convinced uh, how reliable this article is because it's kind of just says a lot of nothing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it confirms nothing. Um, it basically says uh, Firefly was canceled too soon. And then it goes on to just basically recap what Firefly was. Uh, it's the Joss Whedon show. Um, from 2002 with Nathan, Nathan Fillion, Gina Torres, Alan Tudyk, um, and uh, several others. And it's, uh, you know, the brown coats. And I just love the show. In fact, I have a giant Serenity poster hanging in front of me um, <laughs> here at my desk. Signed Serenity poster. Signed Serenity poster. Oh, yes. nice. A lot yes. of them. Yes. And uh, we all know the controversy with Joss Whedon going on right now. He was fired from multiple projects or stepped aside from some (laughs) including the nevers a really great show that's coming back um, that he's no longer part of but he did create it um and also the creator of buffy the vampire slayer so this is essentially saying that disney plus acquired the rights to firefly when it uh took over fox in 2018 Mm -hmm. and this is saying that uh basically here's the the thing that makes me think this is a load of baloney here. It says, Firefly seems like the perfect option to diversify their current lineup for streaming. Here's what to expect from the reboot. I think it seems like the perfect option. Sure. So I think they're just hoping for this reboot. I hope there's a reboot. But, I mean, honestly, it's going to be like nothing. They're not going to bring back the cast. And I mean, I love it. They did. But um, basically, they're just saying it's going to be different. It would be different from the original, and at this point, I think would have to because twenty years ago now that the original came out. Um, oh my god, twenty years! Yes, ago. yes, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> it's depressing. Yeah. So, and it would say, and it says, of course, Joss Whedon wouldn't be involved. Um, 
And, uh, and then it lastly, it says more details are coming. Disney has largely kept quiet about the fire, fire re- reboot. And by largely, they mean completely. Um, but they're planning <laughs> to create the series because of the lack of official information, lack by complete uh, any kind of information. A release date, cast, and specific details haven't been confirmed. Uh, there are well, several different I mean... routes that Disney could spin the pot. And while it is unlikely that the original cast will reprise their roles, <laughs> perhaps there's a chance that some of the actors could make a guest comp- uh, appearance. Oh. Uh, so. Huh. Um, I mean, they seem pretty, con- like, to say that here's what to expect from the Disney reboot. I mean, that's, that's the language they're using seems like it is coming. I certainly but hope right. so. But then it's it goes to say that it seems like this would be a good choice to diversify their. So it seems they're kind of wishing it and hoping that they just yeah. kind of have the rights available now. There's really no. They're really saying nothing. There's really right. no, There's nothing no concrete at all. Yeah. Like they're getting together hmm. to work on a story or they're. It's anything (laughs) showrunner or somebody. Yeah. Um, Right. So interesting. I mean, I like that it's being talked about. I would love to see it. Um, I think it would be awesome. I mean, I mean, I just, I love the show. I think it would be great if they could bring back the original characters in some way. I mean, obviously I don't expect for Mal to be running around. uh, (laughs) Yeah. all the other characters to still be flying around on the ship together. Um, hmm. And spoiler alert, we all know what happened to Wash's character. Um, I guess I won't spoil it in case you haven't seen it. <laughs> it's been I'm like still, 18 years. I'm still hurt. <laughs> I'm so mad about that. And I just think that they should just pretend that was like a dream. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Like Dallas style. Yep. The, exactly. It's a dream. Um, uh, I mean, would Tara, do you think the show would be as good without Joss Whedon? Probably. I don't know. It's hard to say. Even with the I Nevers, know. I really love the Nevers, but um, they did. He was he was part of the first half that I liked, he you know, so I can't a, even he say wrote every I think he wrote every yeah, episode. Didn't so he? I can't even say, oh, it's been good without him because he's not yeah, going to be part know. of the second half. But he was still part and credited it for the first half. So I. I don't know. I, I mean, so Jane Espenson, she was also involved in the Nevers. Yes. She was obviously involved in Buffy. I think I feel like everything. Right. Buffy. Yeah. She probably did some stuff on on angel and was she involved in firefly yes. at all yes so so she's sort of like the joss whedon the closest thing to joss whedon that you can get without joss whedon so if she's involved and there's a chance i guess it could be it could be as good but like you said we don't know we don't know how the eternal season two is going to be yeah that'll right. be a telling point you mean uh season the never se- yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it's actually the, the Eternals. <laughs> That's not right. But it's actually That's the wrong franchise. But it's actually going to be the Nevers season one, part two. It's just the oh right, know, which takes them an entire year for it to come out. So, um, so we'll see. Uh, I mean, I, I'm yeah. willing to give it a try. I mean, I think it would just be cool. It's going to be so far off, so far separate from the original that if it right. does suck. I don't think it's going to harm the original's legacy in any way. And if it's good, no. then 
great, <laughs> you know? Um, totally. Then cool. If they can incorporate the original cast in any way, I think that would be really fun. I feel but, like it would be hard to match whether whatever you think of Joss. I think it was his sensibilities that made that show what it was, for good or for bad. Yeah. And so I think it'd be hard mm, to... Sadly replicate they make you know the, the whole dialogue the whole feel the whole pacing i don't know i just it'd be interesting to see a firefly without joss or even most of the regular cast right and i think what the original did. cast really played into i mean mal reynolds yeah. nathan fillion as mal just mm-hmm. I, I really i don't know i can't i think being in that world again would be fun and i'm Sure, there are a lot of other great stories to be told, but I would really miss not seeing Mal and Jane and the rest of the crew and 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 Zoe and you know and I just I don't know and Jane (laughs) their dynamic. So it would almost feel kind of like a copycat if they were just trying to throw us in with some other crew. You know, they've done it before; they've done it well, where they've kind of put you in the same world with you know, and you've gotten to know another situation and and it's still been a good thing but it's just hard to imagine right now totally yeah because because what made it special was the dynamic with that cast and they kind of missed the opportunity to keep it going with that cast and that at that time yeah it's really a shame Mm -hmm. and with alan tudyk i mean (laughs) you know he was so special too and look at where he he is now i mean he's done so many great things and just their chemistry of that that whole cast. Yeah, it's a, a phenomenal cast. Mm-hmm. And Jewel State. I mean, I loved loved her as well. Marina Bakarin. All these people have just got off and done amazing things. Stupid <laughs> Fox. God. <laughs> well, speaking of amazing things. <laughs> yes. I mean, I haven't seen it. You guys saw Spider-Man. Spider-Man. No way home. Boy, did we. We're going to spoil it all right now. No, no, kidding. No, No, we're not. Spoiler free. It just came out. We can't spoil it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think Tara and I were both on board with how much we love this movie. Yep. It was, you know, if you're a Marvel fan and a fan of all these and the Spider-Man movies, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. There's so many things that happen in this film. It was it was so well done. So emotional. So exciting. So fun. I mean, I think someone could enjoy this not having ever seen the other two Spider-Mans. I mean, it adds. Okay. Fact, after we yeah. saw this that night, FX was showing the first two and I was watching a little bit of it as I was trying to sleep amongst my, the shivers of <laughs> the oh, Mr. No. Shot reaction. But it was, um, there are little things that I saw. It's like, oh, I forgot this was part of the, like little tiny things, like a little Star Wars action figure that he, that he has, like that were from the first film that he got, you know, like little things that I, I feel like if you're up on the first two uh, current, spider-man movies there's going to be a lot of little things that you remember that are carried over into this one that i didn't remember because i haven't seen them in a while but uh i don't know tara like how much can we say without spoiling things about how awesome it was and you know what we saw it on opening night there was a lot of cheering a lot of nice crying a lot of (laughs) emotional reaction and it was including like a teen Uh, girl who was sobbing by sobbing oh no and i it, I'm laughing because it was like at the, it was like during happy times, during sad yes. times, just very emotional. Aww. Just, she was just like, Oh, Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I feel like I was like, Aww. have they seen this before? Because there were times right. where it was cut to a new scene and nothing had really happened yet. She's like, 
And I'm like, oh gosh, what's going to happen? <laughs> this little teen girl's getting very excited. By the way, we saw it with Spider-Man. Spider-Man was yeah. in the audience. And, huh. and then part of me was thinking, could this be Tom Holland sneaking into yeah. a man in full Spidey outfit? Yes. It was really so fun. He couldn't see his face. And then with That's a woman really dressed funny. as some other character that I didn't really see. But I'm like, is that Zendaya dressed up as Which is just the best I've liked Zendaya and things. Like, I've seen her. I've liked he, her okay. But she was really good at this. Her acting was really, really good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Tom Holland. Like, they, they're just, everybody was so good in this one. Awesome. I, I liked, this is definitely, I mean, I, I've liked all of Tom Holland, you know, all these newer ones, but uh, this is definitely the best. And I, it was, you know, about two and a half hours long, but the pacing of Mm. it was really good. It Mm. was, it was, it had a lot of the, you know, the fast cuts and it moved nicely, but then it took those moments where it took its time and you got to kind of uh, take a breather and have those nice moments and those kind of things, but that you wouldn't normally think what they would spend that extra time on but you're glad that they did and uh you know it was just special and i i again i don't want to say very much about it because i don't know it it was just really really fun like you leave and and you're just like hmm there was a lot of things that happened in that and it's like a lot to unpack and it was just really a a nice movie i think it deserves all of the great reviews that it's getting Exactly, it's getting very really good reviews. It has a really mm-hmm. good rating on Rotten Tomatoes. People I feel like seem to really like it. Any critic that said they didn't like it probably just doesn't like this kind of movie, or mm-hmm. doesn't like the Marvel universe, or whatever. Or doesn't how- like joy, like <laughs> happiness, or just like a Grinch. Yeah. Yes, all those things. Because mm-hmm. it's <laughs> it's if you love Marvel, if you love what they've done so far, you're going to absolutely love this movie. I would. I couldn't believe that someone who loves what they've done with Marvel to this point would not just absolutely love this movie. I can't wait yeah. to see it again. I will definitely see it again. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. I hope I get the screener. Oh, yeah. That would be so awesome. Oh, that would be. Then we're going to Cat's good. house. I'm going to watch on a big old TV, TV. <laughs> that I haven't seen yet because I haven't actually I haven't been invited over yet. <laughs> this is Sarah. You're going to love it. And, uh, Eventually, you're going to love it. Cool. I guess I will. <laughs> I'll take your we're word gonna, for it. We're going to do, the plan is to do our snoppies, our first episode of the new year at my house. Yay. So it'll be a big day. All right. Let's talk some other Marvel. Yes. Another big Marvel. This is a Disney heavy episode. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I love Disney. I'm not going to lie. So yeah. Episode, was it five? Yes. Five. Episode five. Yep. Ronan. Only you one episode. Right? Yeah. Only one episode left. I'm so bummed. That's just killing me. Oh. Uh, and Bum, then what? The where are we going to get our pew and our well, pew, 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 At least we have Boba Fett coming. But as far Ugh. as, yes, pew and There's the no pew or Seinfeld pew. in there. <laughs> as far as we know. No. Yes. So we're talking about Hawkeye here. And this is the one where we see Yelena's side um, from where she is blipped. She's That's blipped right. away. Huge. So and it's I, opening with forgot her, about the blip going yes how she's essentially going to <laughs> try to cure this former black <laughs> widow who she thinks has been brainwashed she's living in this mansion and so they have this funny kind of like fight scene and then she goes to give her that dust and cure her right and she's like oh <laughs> she's coughing and she's like you just ruined my carpet you know twenty thousand dollars and then she's like i wasn't brainwashed i just you know want to live this lifestyle and yeah. kill people and get paid for she's it making a living 
And then Yelena is like, what the hell? You were, you know. So anyway. <laughs> can you do the, so, <coughs> can you do the, the Yelena no, voice? No, no. What the hell? Oh, you weren't brainwashed. Okay. And so, <laughs> so she went to the bathroom and she just goes to the bathroom kind of, uh, you know, do her thing. And while she's in the bathroom, she's looking in the mirror and then she goes to wash her hands and then the water goes through her hands. And it says in the beginning, this is what, like 2018? Yeah. Yeah. And then she gets, she, she gets blipped. She gets blipped. She starts floating away. Very cool. But then almost instantly, she floats back. But everything around her has changed. It's a very cool shot. Um, and, I you love know, her- so much that they showed us the and you know the blip's been a big part they could have shown us almost you know whenever i guess how the blip. i love that they used this moment to show us what it was like for those who were blipped Mm -hmm. like i hadn't even thought about that and then they're like i was like holy crap this is how it was to to be blipped yeah it was an awesome way to do it we saw with maria rambeau in Mm -hmm. wandavision that's true like we saw her come back right yeah but no i think she was at the hot yeah i think we saw her before and after the blip Mm-hmm. But it's still cool. It's a cool. Uh, that's alert. right. That's yeah, it's right. A very cool. Um, the way that they did it. It's very neat. right because she was in the bathroom and everything changed around her. So essentially, she came back and five years had passed. So mm-hmm. she, she was in the same exact spot, mm-hmm. but the bathroom and everything around her had been remodeled. Um, <laughs> she walked out, and this woman that she was just talking to, you know, that had been this kind of like rich snobby wife um, slash assassin, was now playing. <laughs> with a child and a, and another man, um, like in a playroom in the, in the same house, she's like, Oh my God, you, Yelena, you're alive. And Yelena's like, Oh, what just happened? Like, what are you talking about? Who is this? Who is this? You, you sound know? like some kind of mafia. Yelena. <laughs> well, so she does. So you tell me she sounds a lot different than that. A little bit. Like, oh, you got some mac and cheese. You want some mac and cheese? <laughs> Put the hot sauce on. I love, oh, I love hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh so yeah, that was great. It's good to see that her perspective of that. And she mm-hmm. yeah, she she doesn't she hints it okay. She freaks out a little bit, as you would expect. Mm-hmm. Right. She actually handles it pretty well. And that guy liked how that lady gets kind of defensive. She's like Whoa, because <laughs> she's like telling, she's like, I adopted a child. It's been great. And like, all, she keeps like telling her all these things. She's like, it's been the best thing for me. She's like, uh, <laughs> like, go back to the part. Like, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Exactly. She's like, I'm sorry, Lena. I'm just trying to help you. And she's like, no, no. Yeah, you're being helpful. <laughs> it's not about you, lady. Yeah, exactly. She's a little confused right now. You know what I liked about that moment, which I read later, the whole line about we adopted a child or whatever. Someone said that was sort of a, a reference to like how many children were left without parents with the oh, blip wow. because their parents blipped away. So yeah. I guess part of the story is like, oh, all these children needed adoption. And so mm-hmm. that line was in there like, because that's probably why they adopted. So many kids were left. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. No parents. And because yeah. she also can't have children of her own if she was a black widow. True. Yes. True. Nailed it. Boom. Boom. And then she's like, yeah, I have to find Natasha. I have to find my sister. And that's yeah, where she finds out. Yeah, it holds that... on her face while she's like, I just need to know she's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, she's not. No, no she's, she's not. Really not. Yeah, Natasha looms large in these episodes with with uh, mm-hmm. with uh, Yelena, you know, going for vengeance. She had that, and of course she has a great moment with uh, uh, Kate Bishop. Keeps referring to as Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop, where they <laughs> they have their face to face, and what I love is how much of that scene was 
ad lib was improvised just between the two of them. And they're, you know, reading that they just kind of set up the cameras, let them go do your thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so much fun. Disney, whatever plans they had for these two in the future, they are probably trying to rush into production or find something new because people are loving Kate Bishop and Yelena and Disney's probably thinking, Oh my gosh, we got to get these two. They should go on have their own show. Yeah. Oh yeah. So cute. That would be too good to be true. And maybe yeah. that's in the plans. Maybe that, that is a plan. Maybe I don't know, but that scene was just between the hot sauce and New York <laughs> and the cutlery and the, and the, I would have, and I would have killed you before, before you got in the right. door and the whole like, Oh Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't even got to shut the door. Oh, no. No, no, I would have killed you before you shut the door. (laughs) (laughs) Do you keep saying my name just so so I know that you know everything about me? Yes. Yes. (laughs) And she's excited to be in New York. She wants to go to the Empire State Building. First time in New York. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's just like this, this sort of like this innocence about Elena who happens to be a killer she's an assassin it's just it's just such a great combination for this character yeah it's adorable she's uh, adorable. I, one thing i love is how much like i was reading through this this link you sent us cat about how she said i want like they she first she wanted to make sure yelena had a fur coat it's just what yelena would wear she says but <laughs> sure. in the scene with the with kate bishop she was like no i want to look like an effing pirate and have a different <laughs> vibe so i loved her outfit like her shirt that mm-hmm. you never see the whole shirt and then the jacket she's got on over it, it's a good looking look. I love her look. But I love how it sounds like Florence herself from the improvising about the cutlery to her <laughs> outfits to her, like, I ain't going to use some body shaping person. I'm going to do it myself. She seems to be taking control of who Yelena is, mm. how she looks, what she what she's about. And I'm digging it because right now her instincts are great <laughs> because I'm loving it. Um and I think a lot of people are digging Yelena, and I just love how much it sounds like uh, Florence herself is responsible for a lot of who Yelena is. Yeah. So good job, Marvel cast and her. Honestly, such a She's smart awesome. cast. Very and between her and cast. Haley and their chemistry and mm. Mm-hmm. I, I just I'm so sad there's only one up and I don't even remember mm-hmm. like what else happened in the episode. I kind of forgot what well, happened. Well, you know, there's a big bad Maya. Now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right, Maya. Right, right. They have a fight with Maya. Really cool fight in like a toy right. store or something. Yeah. And and Ma- and uh, Clint reveals himself as Ronan to Maya. Yeah. And basically gives her some inside information that hey, I know who who uh, hired essentially yes. Ronan to kill your father, yeah. and it was your boss. Um. So she thinks he's lying at first, but then starts to question. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe that's not completely false. So. You know, she might be starting to wonder, you know, maybe Ronan was just the pawn in all of this and he's not really the one she should be blaming, ultimately blaming. Yep. And same with Yelena. Kate Bishop's like, right. Hey, if you're hired to kill Clint, then you might want to look into who hired you uh, because he was best friends with Natasha. And, you know, there's, a, you know, she's convinced that he killed her. But um yeah she's like you might want to look into who hired you to kill him and it put some thought into her head and she tracks down who hired her and blah 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 it's kate's mom oh my god involved with more than we realize but um it's uh oh kate's mom oh and then there's someone doing her dirty 
someone else controlling the strings above that, apparently, who mm-hmm. is uh, Kingpin. 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 From Daredevil, which I started trying to watch the mm. first episode yesterday, but I fell asleep because I didn't feel good. But so apparently that's carrying over from Daredevil. Mm-hmm. His character, same uh, Vincent D'Onfeo. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, and but her mom's involved to some extent. That's why, like, she wasn't shocked when Kate told her the things about Jack or when Jack's mm-hmm. arrested. Like, yeah, yeah. And there's some shady things going on with Jack. I'm not sure. quite sure. I think there's some trickery involved in there. Hmm. I think there's with the mom and him and I'm not, I don't know if that whole thing was staged to some degree. Yeah. Right. But yeah. he might just be mm-hmm. some dummy. Like he might really just be a pawn in this whole thing. Yeah, I think he might be a pawn. He might be a dummy or they might be in it together and he's just a cover. I don't know. Yeah. He's, a, he's I, I just he's don't know. Pat, he's a patsy maybe for what, what's really going on. Quite the mystery. Yeah. One episode to wrap it up. Mm. No. 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 <laughs> no. No, though. But no. I want the Yelena spinoff with her and Kate, best buddies. Seriously. Buddy cop. Good cop, bad cop. Oh, that would be so much fun. Oh, oh. I can't wait to see Oh, more of them my together. God. I mean, Marvel <gasps> knows what they have. They know what they have with Yelena, and now they know what they have with Kate Bishop. Like, come on, guys. Read the room. We need these two <laughs> together. They need their own show or at least their own movie. Like let's let's they should be there should be a buddy cop movie with Yelena and Kate Bishop. Mm, uh, mm, if they're mm. not already working on it, I mean I feel like people were people were excited about these two before they ever even showed up together. Totally. Yeah. And now that they're together, people are even more amped up about this thing. So you okay. know. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We, we're we got- ready. We're ready, Disney. Fast While we wait it. for that. We have another Disney-related um, big gay event to talk about. Oh. That is not quite Disney, but it is ABC. And it is on ABC's Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> what? It you're you're is... off the rails, Tara. This is not on the rundown. <laughs> it's not on the rundown because you forgot to put it on there, I but that... I was always going to put it on Wouldn't there. Wouldn't say I forgot to put it on there. But it's big news, Kat. <laughs> Hi, Amelia. Oh, God. Forever. It is. <laughs> Did something happen? The first non binary person oh. on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and now they have had their first guest with. Okay. All right. I'll give, I'll give them a lease. A major character, Amelia Shepard. <laughs> yes. Congratulations. She's one of my favorites. Congratulations. I love it. I love it. Twitter went crazy. Mm-hmm. This happened on Thursday. I completely missed this. Yes. So this character, Kai, <laughs> Kai Bartley, was introduced in uh, C- uh, episode three of this season, season 18. So she works at the Mayo <laughs> Clinic in Minnesota, where Amelia and Meredith are now going to help cure Parkinson's disease, sure, where yeah. this top doctor played by Peter Gallagher has Parkinson's disease, hmm. for which there is currently no cure, but the girls are working on it. Amazing. Um, he is employing them basically to come. He is like this top surgeon and he's, of course, he's got this disease now. So he's hired them. Um, Amelia Shepard is a neurosurgeon and uh, Meredith is like the top general surgeon also in neuro as well. Sure, so yeah. she, um, they're coming there. He's given them their own lab. And in this lab is I Bartley who works as one of the researchers. Um, and there's an instant kind of like, Eh, a little something, something that you kind of see in the first, just a little something. Um, 
And then, you know, like one of the other episodes and Meredith and Amelia are flying back and forth between Seattle and Minnesota, like kind of all season back and forth. Mm. So they're splitting their time. Uh, and, and then one of the episodes and the kind of each time uh, Amelia and Kai have kind of like a little, a little flirtation or they're just kind of getting closer, you know? Um, and then at one point, um, Amelia's having kind of a breakdown back in Seattle and she's having to uh, talk, uh, talk to Kai at the same time on, on FaceTime or whatever she's using Zoom or Teams or whatever they've contracted <laughs> to use there at, uh, at Grace Loan Memorial. Uh, and Kai, you know, three, leads her through a guided meditation and it's very, very sexy. Mm. And um, but I don't think Amelia was quite ready for it. You know, she's like, close your eyes. You're in a field. And, you know, and then at the end, she's like, open your eyes. She's like, did it work? And Amelia says, it didn't not work. You know, and it's like very, <laughs> it's kind of funny. You know? <laughs> and uh, anyway, so that plays in later. Mm. And so, you know, it goes on. And then this last episode before last, last week. Um, they had run into some trouble. They couldn't get the cells that they had to get this clearance from the FDA to be able to perform surgery on Peter Gallagher, but they couldn't get the cells to get down to, to get down to the right temperature that they needed them mm. because as they're going through the needle, as they had to go get placed into the brain, um, they had to get to a certain degree level, mm. um, but they were not, they weren't getting to that right temperature. Something was going on. They couldn't figure it out. And God, Kai was just getting, she'd been working on this for years. Sorry, strike that. I was just getting so upset because they had been working on it for years and this was like their life's work. So just so frustrated, um, you know, and, and Amelia had never seen them so upset and, you know, and, and, and so this was just something new and, you know, she, she just didn't know what to do or how to help them. And this is a very meaningful moment. And, <laughs> it was like kind of like the first time they had been alone in the lab together after, after hours. Okay. But you thought maybe like, ooh, maybe something's gonna happen this week. Mm. But no, Kai oh. goes, Kai goes outside. You know, they need like some space. Um, and then <laughs> Amelia goes out as well. And they kind of they talk in the parking lot and they just kind of have like this moment. And Amelia's like, Well, I have to go catch my plane back to Seattle. Mm. Um, you know, and they definitely have like a look and they're just kind of like looking at each other. It's like, all right, well, I gotta go. And like, uh, Okay. Anyway, very, oh. a lot of tension, a no, lot of tension, but no kiss. No, this was last week. Okay. But you know, it's slow. You think I have like a lot of episodes to fill here. Sure. It doesn't just, you know, anyway. So then this week, oh. this week, everybody's <laughs> back at Grace Lone Memorial because Peter. Okay. Oh no, that's not even the best part. No, last week, Last week, they still couldn't get the stupid cells to get to the right temperature. Oh, man. And then Amelia. Oh, my God. And they're just like, we got to figure this out. They're both getting so frustrated. Um, and then as they're like walking back, because Amelia's like, I got to get my plane. I can't believe I forgot this part. And so she's like, oh, you know, you want to walk with me? Um, so they're walking back. Uh, and Amelia's like, she has this realization. And she's like, it's the cells. Something is wrong. Something with the cells. They're not. They're fine when they're at the top of the needle. But by the time it gets to the bottom of the needle, they're the wrong temperature. Mm. She's like, it's the it's the needle itself. We need to keep the needle itself colder. So they they get this thing. She's like, we need ice packs. And they get the thing. They wrap the ice around the needle. Huh. And they try it. And they have to freeze the, the needle itself so that the, the 
fluid goes through, sure, yeah. it stays cooler into the thing. And then it works. The temperature is the right. So they get the FDA clearance to do the thing and everyone's happy. And then they have like a big hug. And of course they're like a little lingering, you know, and they're like so happy. And they're like, oh my God, Amelia, we can do it without you. Oh, we're, you know, and they're just like so happy because, oh my God, finally, they're going to get to do this project they've been wait- waiting for forever. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> take Now take a second. Now everyone's going to Seattle, back to Seattle. Great. And perform the surgery there because Peter Gallagher, um, basically this is kind of like a secret project that not everyone in his hospital knows that basically he's funding this project to do surgery on himself. Got it. Because he basically wants to cure himself of this disease. Okay. So he's like, well, I don't want to like draw attention to it. So they've offered at Seattle, uh, Graceland Memorials to have him use their facility. Mm. Very convenient. Now everybody can be in the same place. <laughs> so, so now Kai gets to come over to Fun. Graceland Memorial. Okay. Meanwhile, Link, Amelia's ex-lover and father of her child, oh boy, to whom he wants to marry her. But Amelia says, no, I don't ever want to get married. And they've recently broken up. But Amelia is kind of like, no, I don't want to get back together. And Link is like, I really want to marry you. Just marry me. And she's like, no. Nah. And now Link's like, maybe I just don't need to get married. I'm going to go tell her. I need to tell her today that I don't care if we get married. I just want to be with her. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Joe, Joe, mm-hmm. who has been best friends with Link forever and also has a child of her own that she just adopted, just realized that she is in love with Link. Oh, no. But now Link thinks he's still in love with Amelia, but he's really not. They're just not right together, even though they're very sweet. And Link is just the most amazing guy. And they make a very cute couple, him and Amelia. They just weren't right. They're just not right for each other. Yeah. But anyway, then Joe has to listen to Link's plea that he's going to go tell Amelia how much he loves her. And Joe's like, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, go tell her that. You know, and Joe's just being so sweet. And, you know, it's going to be like another season before maybe they get together. But that's a whole other thing. I really hope they do. Anyway, (laughs) so... (laughs) Then, then we have Link wandering around trying to find Amelia. Okay, let's just keep that in the back of our minds. Got, Got it. Link wandering around. Uh oh, that seems like a setup to something. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. So we got Link. Link is a very, very sweet, sweet and ridiculously attractive man. Okay. So uh, he's just wandering around Seattle <laughs> yes. trying to find Amelia and wander around. So. Uh, Peter Gallagher's there. He's prepped for surgery. I'm just going to call him Peter Gallagher because I can't remember what his name is. Yeah, that's fine. And uh, Kai's there and Amelia's there. And they uh, are getting ready to do the surgery. And Meredith is all getting ready. And they're going to do this groundbreaking surgery that they'd have this very limited window of clearance from the FDA to to do this surgery. And so so Meredith's outside and she's like prepping mentally. She's like, all right. And so she goes to check on Peter Gallagher and Peter looks like he's kind of like a little stressed or something. She's like, are you, and this is Meredith. She's like, are you in pain? He goes, Oh no, I'm just worried. I'm just so excited for this. And she's like, Oh, okay. Then she goes back outside and she's just like, okay. She's kind of nervous, you know? And then Amelia walks out. She's like, what's wrong? She's like, Oh, you know, nothing. She goes, Oh, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. We're about to perform a groundbreaking surgery on a groundbreaking surgeon. Uh, And if we make any mistake at all, you know, we could blow the whole thing and ruin this man's life and ruin our careers. She's like, and then Meredith goes and barfs and she's like, yeah, that did help. That helped just saying it out loud. <laughs> they had a really cute sisterly moment and it was very sweet. Nice. 
Um, so then they go back in and Kai is in there with Peter Gallagher. Okay, sure. And Kai is like, you better tell them. And they're like, what? What's going on? What's going on? Mm-mm. And Peter Gallagher is like, no, it's nothing. It's nothing. And Kai's like, bullshit, it's nothing. You, If it was nothing, you wouldn't want me to lie for you. <gasps> And Uh-oh. he was like, oh, God, you know, he and then Kai was like, he's in pain. He has pain and he doesn't want to tell you. And, you know, and they're like pain. Oh, no, that can delay the surgery. Oh, no, we have a very small window that we can perform this surgery. So then uh, <laughs> then the whole the thing's off. They can't do the no. surgery. Now they have to go in. They do a CT. Oh, God, he has a perfect bowel. So now they uh. have to go in there and fix the bowel. <laughs> And they have to delay the surgery and they're all just so frustrated. And Kai's like, ah, oh, damn, you know, not again. And we just like, no, no, it's okay. And they have to go take a walk. I'm like, it's okay. It's not, we're not done. This is not it. This is just a delay. This is just a delay. You know, we're going to make it work. And they're outside and they're talking again. You're like, he's like, look, we fixed the valve. You know, we have to, things like this are going to happen. We'll get a new window from the FDA. You know, we'll just keep working. Things mm. like this are going to happen, mm. you know? So it's kind of like, didn't work this time. We have to keep trying. Okay. And, you know, and then Kai is just frustrated. So Amelia says, close your eyes. And Kai says, why? She goes, just do it. So they close their eyes. And Amelia says, pretend you're on a beach. I'm getting this all wrong, this whole meditation, but she does some kind of really sexy guided meditation for for Kai. Okay. And, uh, you know very sweet she's doing the same thing that kai did for her amazing and then she says okay open your eyes and kai says did you just guided medita- meditate she goes i did did it work and kai said it didn't not work <laughs> and then there's some leaning okay and there was some <laughs> face touching okay face touching <laughs> Lips and specifically, then there was some kissing. Hey, there it is. Pretty, hey. pretty heated kissing. Oh, okay. There was a little tongue in there. It was pretty. <laughs> and I was actually like, you guys are like in the middle of the parking lot. There's like people walking around. Amazing. Including one person in specific. In particular. Oh, no. Let me guess. Link. Link. Oh, no, Link. Poor Link. <laughs> Link was like, what? <laughs> Poor Frank's face. Oh, no. And he kind of like looked around. And he was like, what? <laughs> What's happening? And he just walked away. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, you know what? I'm glad you just saw. I'm glad they did not draw that out any longer. Like yeah. that was not going anywhere good. That's good. Now Link knows. Because they that... had to put it a whole thing. With yeah. This whole, been drawing it out for so long. And so Link, just be done. <laughs> yeah. Just be done with that. Closure. Move on, Link. Closure for Link. You're a great man, Bye, Link. Link. Bye, Link. Bye, Link. Um, so, yeah, it was oh, great. Amazing. It was very well done. When's uh, Amelia going to introduce Kai to her sisters? Oh, That's what I want to know. Good question. You know what I mean? <laughs> you mean one in particular, a yeah. certain, what? what's the name of that particular sister? I forgot. You don't even know the name of that sister. <laughs> it's uh it's uh portrayed by 
Amy Acker. Kathleen. Oh, Kathleen. Of course. Of I think course. Amelia should take Kai to meet her. Oh, sisters. I think that would be really funny, actually. That I think it's so be. too. I think it needs to happen. So I am all in on Kai Amelia. I think <laughs> it is really cute. They're really cute together. Um I, I have, just I have a question. I love Amelia. Yes. Uh when when did the wolves show up? <laughs> They haven't yet. Okay. <laughs> um, there's no telling. They can come at any time. Was there any howling? Because you like but hear, I will hear say, the wolves. No, but look, they, they actually, you're not wrong, Kat, because oh. it, later at the end of the episode, it didn't come for the for the queer people this time. Oh. But at the end of the episode, there was a car crash when they were trying to carry the heart. They oh, were shit. doing an organ, a heart transplant oh, for, no. for Megan Hunt's son. Um, so Owen... Owen, who a lot of people are on the fence about, like some people love him, some people hate him, <laughs> but Owen uh, and uh, it w- was coming back from the heart ch- to pick up the heart. Sure. And they got into a car accident in the woods. No, the not the woods. Over. Yes. <laughs> and then Teddy, Teddy and Hayes got out of the car and took, he said, take the heart, take the heart, save Farouk. And uh, then the save car plummeted off the cliff <gasps> and it was a mid season finale. Oh, so we shit. don't know. If we don't know if Hunt lives, oh, the wolves are coming. Died, so he might have been taken away by the wolves. <laughs> we don't know. Oh God, I can't wait to find out. And it was in the wilderness. Oh boy. Hashtag where are the where are the wolves? Oh, now that you mention it, they might be there. Well, I, I was I I didn't think I would be right on that. No, ever ruled Amazing. wolves out. <laughs> I'm I'm never going to. It was an action packed episode. Sounds really exciting. Yeah. Well, thank you for that that update. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I missed. I'm sorry, I missed it. It, sh- I, it should have been on the rundown. And I apologize. There was <clears> kissing. <throat> there was kissing. There was kissing. Queer Twitter kissing. loved it. So, Tara, thank you for that update. Will you keep us posted? I will. I know you will. Yeah. There's not this- another episode coming back till February 24th, so it'll be a while. Got it. It's a long break. Yeah, it is. It happens. Well, because this is our the last snop. Of the year, last not before the holidays, if you celebrate them, we wanted to do our uh, a a Christmas a snopness special. No, no it doesn't work, right? Snopness, no. snopness. No. Happy snop days, snopple days. No. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and cue the uh, public domain Christmas music. Mm. Good choice. Uh, why don't you go? When, you, when do you guys want to go start the fire? Want to go? Light up oh, that yeah. fire over there. Sure. Ooh, cozy. Ooh. Uh, get get cozy. Get some hot chocolate. Get your hot cocoa. And uh, you you can play this segment for your family. Gather around. <laughs> Everyone gather. This segment only, though. I wouldn't play any other <laughs> segments. So, uh, everyone, sit back, relax. Get cozy for the Snops rendition of Twas the Night Before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. 
Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer with an old little driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Dunder and Blixem, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves before the wild hurricane fly, when they met with an obstacle, mount to the sky, so up to the housetop the coursers they flew, with a sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then a twinkling I heard on the roof, the prancing and pawing of each little hoof, as I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys was flung on his back, and he'd looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes how they twinkled, his dimples how merry, his cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry, his droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of his pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he'd laugh like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I'd laugh when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink in his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings and then turned with a jerk and laid his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. He sprung to a sleigh and his team gave a whistle and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Is this like some old English hey, one? There are Christmas. all these... Uh... Oh, I'm sorry, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> there were words I didn't remember from this little reading. Like This is know. the original. Yeah. The el- this was original the old lyrics. English. Yeah, old school. Again, public domain. You can't sue us. Ere he drove out of sight. <laughs> what wow. was the other one? Like, course, his coursers, they came. Right. Yeah. I don't remember this stuff, too. Like, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up <laughs> yeah. to the housetop, the coursers, they... Yeah, there was, like, a lot of... There were a lot of things that Ooh. I was like, I don't remember hearing that for a long time or ever. Oh, and I, I don't like remember... It. I don't remember Dunder being one of yeah, the... Yeah, Dunder, uh, right. Dunder. Dundler and Mifflin and... <laughs> <laughs> That was a fun. There you go. I like it. So, yeah, if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you don't, you know, that's cool too. Happy Happy winter. Happy that. Happy Merry winter. There you go. Merry winter to all. And to all a good night. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) Happy holidays. (laughs) (laughs) So, when we come back, our, our, our next episode, we're taking a week off, and then we'll be back with the Snoppies. Second annual Snoppy Awards. We have some good contenders this year. It's going to be tight race, mm. uh, but we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, it's the la- last Snop of the year. Wow! How long have we been doing this? Almost three years now. It'll be three mm. years in March. Oh my God! March or April? Yeah, crazy, right? When I think, where did the last three years go? I'll just go back and re-listen to ours. <laughs> exactly. That's where they went. The stop. 
Yeah, quite a journey. All right. Well, please reach out to us and share your own, uh, maybe your uh, Christmas slash holiday plans on the Twitter at mm. Snot Podcast with one D. Or on Instagram and Facebook at SheNerdsOut Podcast. You can go to SheNerdsOut.com, catch up on up on old episodes, buy our merch, which is in flux. Uh, you can buy us a beer. You can link to leave us a review. And if we get three more reviews, Tara will have some story time for us. Uh, or you can send us a, an email at SheNerdsOut at gmail.com. And uh, can they snail mail the uh, Christmas presents? They can. I'm just kidding. Don't send us presents. I don't know. Well, yeah, you can. I, it's not handy, so I don't have to peel, peel oh, Okay. Well, never mind. Let's <laughs> we'll go back into one of the other ones. Unless... Exactly. All right. Well, till 2022, signing off. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy winter. Mm-hmm. And she, nerds, out. She, nerds, out. We're girls. Like girls that like dirty things. Dirty things. Merry Snotmas. <laughs>